Well, hey everybody, it's Kenneth Eisner back with you again this week. And in this final episode in our series on building a strong private practice, we're going to talk about looking into the future, the growth of your business, and how it should be a part of your life. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey, well, I hope everyone is having a really great week wherever you are in the world and whatever time of year it is when you're listening to this. So let's just dive right into this uh, topic for today. So uh, first thing, actually, before I get into the topic proper, um, if you are listening to this, you know, in July, but really, if you're listening to it at any time, my ebook is now available. Um, So if you go to happylittlebiz.com and click on book, you'll be able to purchase a copy. What's the book about? Well, it's all about pivoting your business online, whether you're looking to do it just as a part time side gig, or you're looking to do it as a full time thing. It's just things to consider um, when you're going from sort of a brick and mortar face to face uh, business model to doing something a little bit differently. I know it's something a lot of people are thinking about these days, um, not only just because the world has changed so much, but uh, a lot of it is because of COVID-19, let's be honest. So if that's something that would be interesting to you, it's only $10 Canadian and it helps you Get some of those business ideas out on paper, figure out what it is that you can do with the skill set you already have in order to build a strong sec- either secondary business or, you know, brand new business that's going to be your full time thing. So, um, yeah, just check that out if you're interested. And if you're not, well, lots of other resources for you, too, including today's podcast episode. So let's get talking about that. So we've talked about growing your business in a smart way a bunch of times on this podcast in the past. I know if you guys are are frequent listeners, you've heard this topic. But I didn't feel it was right to have a series on developing a strong private practice without covering that topic in some way. We got to cover it, right? We got to kind of like come full circle from like starting from the ground up to how do we grow towards the future? So I'm going to talk about growth from a slightly different angle today. And that's how do you want to grow your business so that it supports your life and the life that you want to build in the future? Because growth for the sake of growth is not a goal worth your time and energy. Why do I say that? Well, here's the thing. I know there's a lot of pressure out there to be successful. Successful is in finger quotes. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm sure you can imagine me doing the finger quotes. And that's especially true in this like social media heavy, everybody lives part of their lives out online world. We kind of know what people are doing. So we get stuck in these comparison traps and we're looking at everyone else's success and we're worrying about how we're going to be successful like them. Like, how do I get something that they have? It's this constant comparison and worrying about others, right? But of course, there's two big issues with this. I mean, there's lots of issues with it, let's be honest. But there's two really big ones. The first is what you see online most of the time is actually a very, very filtered, perfected version of reality. It's not actually reality, if we're being honest. People often appear more successful, more together, again, the finger quotes here, than they actually are in reality. 
It's kind of like when you take a photo, right? You zoom in on the thing you want to feature and you try to remove the other stuff from the background. So say you want to take a picture of your really cute cat or your really cute baby. You focus in on that and you try to remove the stuff from the background. So whether it's like you zoom in or you blur it out or you crop the photo in some way. And that's what people are seeing. And they're like, oh, your daughter's so cute. Or, oh, your cat is so adorable or whatever, right? But if you zoomed out, you would see the messy kitchen and like the toys everywhere and the pile of laundry in the corner that you haven't gotten to. And the fact that it's a pouring rain and it's a terrible looking day outside. And, you know, even though your your picture is well lit and looks beautiful, it's a crappy day outside. (laughs) You know, real life stuff. And that's what social media is like. People are showing you the zoomed in version of their life, the perfected version, not the ups and downs, the failures, the bad days and all that stuff. So never forget that when you're looking at your own business and comparing it to somebody else's that you see online. And of course, the second big issue with this whole like comparison trap thing, comparing yourself to other people online, is that we end up buying into what society seems to be telling us success is. So let's dive into that part today. That's what I really want to do a deep dive on. Growing your business in a sustainable way is more the goal I tend to think about. Because career planning is something all of us should be thinking about, no matter what stage of lives, you know, what stage of life that is we're in. It doesn't matter if you're like, a mid-career person, sort of like me, or you're a newbie, you know, you just graduated, or you just changed careers, um, or you've been at it for many, many years, 25, 30, 40 years, you know, you still need to think ahead to what's going to happen in your future. However, I really think it's important that we approach it from what do we want our lives to look like, and not just about the money we want to make. Because I think a lot of people get worried about the money aspect and they forget about the other stuff, especially in major cities like where I live in Toronto. And if you're in a big city where the cost of living is high, the pressure is even higher. I know that like we all worry about money, or at least most of us do, no matter where you live in the world. But those of us in cities where the cost of living is super high, we worry about it even more than other people. At least we tend to. But you need to think about, like, what do you want that money for? Like, do you want to retire at a certain age? Or do you want to travel with your career or just in general? Or like, why are you earning this money? Are you just earning the money to stockpile it? Well, most of us know that's not the answer, you know? So you should do what's important to you, not what other people are telling you to do. This is why I'm saying growth for the sake of growth isn't worth your time. Because it's super, super important. It's so easy to get lost in the opinions and thoughts and ideas that other people have. And we forget what we actually want. You know, yes, this applies to our lives in general, for sure. But that's not what I'm talking about on this business podcast. We're talking about how it applies to our businesses, even though, honestly, there's not a whole lot of difference between your life and your business. Because your business is a big part of your life. There isn't really a separation between them like we kind of think there is. Yes, you know, you need boundaries. And like I've been saying in previous episodes, you need to like set times where you're you're answering emails and calls from clients and, you know, you can't, you shouldn't just like let your business overrun your life. But overall, when it comes to like planning and finances and stuff like that, there really isn't a whole lot of difference between your business and your life. It's, it's all the same thing. So it's just a matter of, 
You need to identify what's important to you and apply that when you're looking at like how much money you want to make and how many hours you should be working and all those things. So let's talk about that growth. Let's talk about how much you should be making, how many clients you should be seeing, all that stuff. 100% yes, you need clients. I'm not trying to pretend that, you know, you can say that oh, I'll just see one client a week and that's good enough for me. For the vast majority of us, no, that do- it doesn't work like that. You know, no question about it. Unless you're at this point in your career where you've stopped taking clients, And probably most of you listening aren't at that point just because the feedback I get from my listeners seems to say that no, most of you are in like earlier stages of your career. You're either in beginning stage or you're in a growth phase. Um, So you need clients. It's true. You need to grow your client roster. And that's a good kind of growth. But it's easy for that growth where like you do need it in order to support the lifestyle you want. It's easy for that to go from, I need enough clients to earn a respectable income to pay my bills and have a little of extra, to, well, if I had a few more clients, I could move to a nice bigger house, to, I should open a bigger clinic so I can have even more income, and so on and so on, and it just becomes this big monster. So first, let's be clear, there is nothing at all wrong with earning a living. (laughs) Nothing at all. And if you dream, genuinely, this is what you want, you want to travel a lot or you want to buy a cottage and a condo in the city. So you need enough money for that. Or you want to move somewhere that's really expensive. Say right now you live in a small town and your dream has always been to move to New York. That is fine. If that is genuinely your dream, totally okay. You do you. I am not shaming you for needing more money for the lifestyle that you want. If your dreams are that, that is fine. I'm just calling out the growth for the sake of growth mentality or like the stockpiling money, quote unquote, mentality or the mentality that like you always need to be focusing on earning more and growing more because that's not true. If you don't actually have specific dreams and wants and needs that require more income, then why are you working yourself ragged to try and get it? Why focus so hard on the money? If you genuinely like keeping things small and minimal and just, you know, having enough cash to pay your bills plus go on vacation once in a while and like visit some family members, like why stress about making six figures, seven figures, many more figures, right? Why does that matter? Do we think that someday when we're gone, people are going to stand up and tell stories about how much money we made? Like, you know, a eulogy at your funeral, people are going to stand up and say, oh, she was so rich or, oh, they were so good at earning money. Like, nobody does that, or at least almost nobody does that, right? Like, that's not what's important in life. That's what I'm getting at here. You know, unless you had some kind of like wacky way of making money that makes a really amazing story. Like I've been to funerals where people are telling hilarious stories about the person who has passed away. And sometimes they do involve money. But generally speaking, nobody's going to stand up and like talk about like the piles of money that you had. Like just that's not important to us as a society in life. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like it shouldn't be your number one focus. Because in all seriousness, right, money is a good thing. Money helps us live our lives. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shaming you for earning. We should all be earning an income. But don't get caught up in having to make more, you know, money than so-and-so to keep up with the Joneses, as the old saying goes, right? It's just not worth the stress. So now that we've covered that, now that I've kind of, I hope, 
made you think a little bit about like the money, the earning for the sake of earning and like always needing more, always needing more. Why aren't you rich? Why don't you have this, that and the other thing mindset? Let's talk about sustainable growth of business, right? So before I get into that, I want to clarify quickly that if you Google sustainable growth or sustainable small business growth, that kind of thing, um, there's an actual economic and business terminology uh, term that you can look up online. But that's not what I'm talking about here. This isn't business school. I think you guys all knew that. That's this is a small this is a podcast for health and wellness entrepreneurs, health and wellness business owners, right? That's not quite what we're talking about when I say sustainable growth. I'm talking about growing your business in a way that supports your life. That's what I'm talking about. You probably knew that already from everything I've already said in this episode. But in order to do that, you need to figure out what you actually need in terms of income. The bare bones, just making ends meet amount. And then you go from there. So don't worry, I'm not just saying, you know, barely pay your bills and that's enough. I'm not saying that. But we'll get there. So let's talk about that bare bones number first. So essentially, the calculation looks like this. Number one, you take a look at your living expenses. So what you actually have to spend, not the extras, just the absolute minimum. So like bare bones, food, electricity, rent, like things that you have to have for living expenses. And then add on your business expenses, again, the bare bones, the stuff that you have to pay, like rent, uh, licensing, any of those fees. Add on debt payments if you have debt. So credit card debt, car loan, whatever it might be. And then add a little bit to tuck into savings. So this is obviously going to depend on your life, but it might be towards like tax payments for tax time or saving up in case you have to stop working, which man, that is a hard reality for a lot of us right now, isn't it? Due to what happened with COVID. So that's especially why I'm including that in this um, in this like essential spending number here, right? You have to have a little bit set aside somehow. So that equals your needed income, okay? So all that stuff, the living expenses, business expenses, et cetera, that's your needed income. And my business coaches over at Wandering Aimfully, I've talked about them before, and I'll put a link in the show notes. They call this the monthly minimum magic number, or the mm number as we call it on our private Slack. And I find that a helpful term to think about things. So it basically says, how much money do I actually need to live on in order to just like survive, right? So that's your starting point. And then you figure out the growth thing from there. So what you do is you take that magic number and you look at it your, at your baseline. And then you say to yourself, what can I grow this to in order to have, you know, some fun extras in my life, like traveling or buying just like if you're into music, buying musical instruments or buying recordings, or if you're into kayaking, buying stuff to go on trips or like whatever, you know, whatever Get whatever you're passionate about, whatever you love in life, being able to buy some of those things, right? Or giving money back to charity, if that's really important to you. Or, you know, um, having some extra money to uh, saving, save for the future, like saving for retirement. Or if, uh, you know, your family has always, you know, been in a sticky situation financially, having some extra money to give back to your family to help them out. You know, so whatever is important to you as those extras beyond your baseline, look at those things. And then you take your monthly number, that mm number, the magic number, and you add on what feels realistic to grow it to, okay, based on some research on, you know, those, those things that I just talked about, what are important to you, what would you like to additionally have in your life, right? 
That's your smart growth number, the number that you're aspiring to reach. My business coaches call this the enough number, which I think is also a really great term because that's the amount of money that would be enough for you. Not endless growth, not six or seven figures, not whatever looks fancy on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, whatever number that, you know, you think is going to be impressive to people. Not that. The amount you've calculated based on your personal situation, your goals, what's important to you in your life. That's what you should be striving to reach. That's what you should be focused on. And once you've hit that number, you don't need to worry about growth anymore. You can just sustain things. That's when you can say your practice is full or you aren't taking new clients unless, you know, obviously some people move away or whatever. You could take like a handful of new clients. Generally speaking, those clients tend to come to you anyway if, you are, if you've gotten to that, you know, growth number that you're, you're sustaining things. Typically speaking, if a few clients uh, leave, say they move out of town, you'll have other clients contact you, like whether it's like friends of your other clients or whatever. So it tends to build, it tends to work out for itself. Any really experienced therapist would tell you that or, you know, um, I use obviously use massage therapy as the example because that's what I used to do. But, you know, whether you're a yoga instructor or whatever you do. After you've been at it for a while and if you've got a pretty full practice studio, whatever, um, chances are good when people leave, there will be people to fill those slots most of the time. That's generally how that works out. Um, but what this means is once you've gotten to this like healthy growth number, the area, the, the enough number, where you want to be in order to sustain the lifestyle that you want, you can ease off on the promotional stuff. You can do less marketing. It doesn't mean that you would completely ignore it. You still need to follow up with clients. You still need to give quote unquote good customer service, which just really means being there for your clients and being still good at what you do. You still need to run your business day to day, but you don't need to worry as much about growing things because you've already hit where you need to be. That's the important take home message here. You should grow your business 100%. But once you reach the amount of growth that supports the life that you want, that is enough for you, you can just stop and enjoy what you've built. You don't need to start worrying, you know, more about growing. You can just say, hey, you know what? I'm happy. This is great. And enjoy the fruits of your labor, as they say. And that's the end of this series of episodes on building a strong private practice. You know, I've gotten a bunch of comments on uh, social media or email, um, DMs, etc. from you guys. I really appreciate the feedback. I genuinely do. Anytime, you know, um, you want to give me a comment on the podcast or some thoughts on future episode ideas, I'm, I'm always all ears. Um, I love hearing from you. Candace at happylittlebiz.com is my email address. I think most of you know that by now. So uh, yeah, it's been great doing this podcast series for you all. Um, The next series is going to be a little while from now. So the podcast is going to be on a little break until the end of the summer, Um, at least the summer here in Canada. I realize some of you are in like Australia or the Southern Hemisphere and it's not summer right now, but that's okay. Um, But I'll be back in September with new episodes. Stay tuned for that. I don't have a theme yet for them because I like to do things based on what's going on in the world. And certainly so many things have changed in 2020. That, you know, I could say, oh, I'm going to do a podcast series on, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head here, because I really, truly haven't planned anything out. Uh, Say I was going to do a podcast series on the best music to use in your business. Kind of a weird series, but why not? You know, I could say that now, and then like two months from now, some 
other thing happens in the world that is really important that we talk about right away. So that's why I'm that's why I'm not promising a specific theme for the next set of episodes. And, uh, you know, maybe that's a lesson for those of you sometimes when you're planning something for your businesses, maybe try to have a little flexibility in it because, gosh, 2020 has really thrown a lot of curveballs at us, hasn't it? Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a break. Enjoy the rest of the summer. And I hope you are able to do the same for yourselves, you know, again, wherever you are in the world. And uh, I'll remind you as I'm signing off here that my book is still available. HappyLittleBiz.com. Click on book. And uh, if you want to know about that podcast schedule as soon as I have it tacked down, and no, it's probably not going to be about the music in your in your practice. It'll be something much more actionable for those of you building a, a private practice, I, I promise. But uh Anyway, the, the the way to hear about when new episodes are coming is to get on my newsletter list. That is always where I announce it. I, yes, I mention on social media, but the newsletter usually hears about it first. There's a sign up link on my website. You know, almost every page has a sign up link or you can just click on the newsletter uh, in the heading to go there. But yeah, enjoy. Take care. All the best to you. All the best to you as you as you grow and, you know, get into your private practice. I hope uh, you are coming back strong after things that have happened with COVID-19. And I hope that that continues to be the case. And uh, yeah, I'll be back in September. Hey, well, thank you so much for listening today, everyone. I really appreciate your time and the fact that you decided to join me in listening to this episode. Show notes are now available for podcast episodes, and they contain links to helpful resources and other information. So please do head over to happylittlebiz.com and check out the reading link. I've got show notes for individual episodes there, as well as articles on other topics for building a happy health or wellness business. Also, if you'd like to learn more about me, my background in healthcare and wellness, as well as, you know, what I'm doing with this current business, my website is the best place to do that. And I've also got links to my social media over there if you'd like to follow me. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. And again, my website address is happylittlebiz.com. All the information is there. Now, while I got you, I'd like to mention I truly do appreciate it when people leave me a rating and or depending on what you want to do, review over on iTunes. So if you like this podcast, let me know by doing that. Just look up Life Beyond the Massage Table on iTunes and then click that Ratings and Reviews tab to leave your own rating or review or both. Okay, that's it for this week. I'm sure you have other things to do, so I'll let you get to them. Have a wonderful rest of your day and here's to building a sustainable, small health or wellness business all on your own terms. Talk to you soon.